so excited to share with you guys Sarah's story. Because I know for many of you, whenever I mention the word systems and processes, you want to poke your eyes out. But here is the secret to creating more space, more freedom for you to actually double down on your passion and your love of flowers more than you have ever done it before. You probably already know the answer. But in order for you to truly be able to pour your heart and soul into floral design, having systems and processes is the secret to making it work. And I know systems and processes are not sexy. And I know that following people on Instagram and learning about design mechanics and learning about flower care and seeing the latest and greatest cafe au lait dahlias is way more fascinating and way more fun than sitting down and having the discipline to build the systems and processes. But the payoff, when you sit down once and do the systems and processes, I feel like Sarah is the perfect example of leveling up, in her words, I think she describes herself as, I grew up, right? The magic of being part of the Flower Boss Bootcamp is that you transform into an even better version of yourself. And you get to double down on what your version of success looks like. And you will hear Sarah talk a lot about the templates and tools and resources that we provide inside of this program. I love her phrase in the fact that this program is the Google for florists because full transparency, I am here to pass along every template, every tool, everything that we have ever created in our business because I went through the process of wanting to poke my eyes out to make it happen. And I want every single one of you to be able to benefit from that and not have to sit down and start your own production schedule, start your own recipe planning, start your own resources and tools in your own business because I am here to just give it all to you. And I love hearing Sarah's story because it's such a perfect example of our industry teaches floral designers who want to go out and start a business that step one is to learn floristry. And then you end up in a rut. You end up feeling like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. And you're wondering how the heck everybody else makes their business look so effortless. Because the secret, my friends, is all the really unsexy business, marketing, sales, systems, and processes. But it's so amazing. And it's been such an absolute pleasure to be able to work with Sarah to be able to see and watch her business grow because she's going to blow your mind with who she is as a human and I am just so excited to get into it. So my friend, enjoy this discussion with Sarah and there's so much that you can learn from hearing her success story. Okay, Sarah Bryant. Yes. Tell me your name, Sarah Bryant. Um, <laughs> A bit about your business, where you're based, because I feel like you and Dale, I know you, Sarah and Dale don't know each other, but they love each other already because <laughs> you're both cut from the same like state <laughs> and you're actually not very far away from each other either. So there you go. Okay. So my name's Sarah Bryant. I run a business called Bryant's Buds. Um, 
And I'm in Echuca, so right on the border of Victoria, New South Wales. So fortunately, we haven't dealt with the number of lockdowns that Dale has, but we have had to deal with both state restrictions because we operate in two states. So kind of damned if we do, damned if we don't. <laughs> um, so I've had an online business for six years and then just midway through a global pandemic thought, why not open a shop? <laughs> Great idea. Um, but anyway, it's worked out in our favour. We did lose, like Dale, a considerable amount of weddings, like oh, 60, 70, I've, I don't even care anymore. Um, but we're in the process this week on Friday, we open in a new shop, which is two and a half times bigger than this shop. So very excited. And then, yeah, all our weddings start on the 6th of November, providing the stars align and the moon and all of that. And whatever we do to organize ourselves today, the version of you that shows up on the 6th of November is going to be super excited. Very, very. Sarah, I might jump to you and just ask you what you think one of the best aha moments or lessons you've learned in terms of working inside this program? Just that, you know, there is no flower police, that it's okay to say no, to embrace the discomfort and to be able to pass that on to my staff and how to navigate through all of that side of things, which was all brand new to me. All of those things. So many times I was like, oh, duh. Like when you would say something, but it was something that didn't register with me or I didn't think was, I didn't even contemplate that until you said, and I was like, oh, that makes so much logical sense. But as business owners, we're thinking about so many different, like you wear so many different hats. And then especially as a new business, you know, navigating from a home-based florist into a shop, going from zero staff to now I've got five full-time staff, so they were kind of my priorities, but I knew that I had to learn and grow and develop myself. Otherwise, it was all pointless. And yeah, lots, lots, too much, too much. <laughs> yeah, and I think it is. It is so much um, information possibility coming at us in so many different ways, right? Let alone, oh, right, let's just also on the side of our desk, learn some basic design. <laughs> yes, flower availability, you know, product usage kind of things. And I think it is, it is a lot, right? And I think it's so easy for us to just fall into the kind of tsunami of overwhelm and not necessarily want to keep going. And I think part of it is really understanding that we get to be surrounded by people who are, who are traveling a very similar journey to us, who are, you know, particularly I think in Australia at the minute, the navigating a global pandemic and just wishing you could either speed up the clock or rewind the clock, or I don't know, do something with the clock and just knowing, you know, we don't at no point in time, does any one of you need to feel like you're in this by yourself? No. Right. and that, Yeah, definitely the support, you know, like having somebody to like to turn to and say, is this how we do it? Like that network was like invaluable. Definitely. Yeah, because most of us, I'm, I'm, you know, absolutely will put my hand up too. Most of us won't have said when we were kids and somebody has the old question of what did you want to be when you grow up? None of us would have answered it by saying, I want to be a CEO. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's really interesting, right? Where it's just all of a sudden we find ourselves in this position and it, it brings so much 
personal growth opportunity to the table, but also just navigating the dynamics of let alone, let's just throw a global pandemic into the mix and the clusterfuckedness that happens with that. And, and I think for so many of us building a team, being a leader and our own kind of self-concept, right. Of recognizing what it's actually like to be an authority figure, to be in charge and to mm-hmm. lead other people through that journey is something we never expected. No, to be doing. It's definitely like having to, you know, like I'm the person that has to worry about work cover insurance and all of that. So being able to pass on, you know, the design and like step-by-step to the staff. So that part was easy. They knew the formulas for making rest, like the recipes, the wrapping, all of that was so basic that I could think about all this other boring stuff that we have to think about, but has to be done in order to run a business. So very, very helpful. Yeah. Right. And freeing up your mental capacity, particularly for your business model, right? Where it's like, how many weddings can I do in a spring wedding season? A hundred? Sure. No problem. And like building the systems and processes in the team around you to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you're, it's like our identity has to match our ambition. Correct. Right. And for you to be able to shift into the next gear, you also have like a hundred kids. <laughs> So it's like, oh, you now have two families. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which is, so, it's so fun to watch that transformation. And I think it's so powerful for you to be that, you know, figurehead in your family and then show your flower family as well, the same kind of leadership and embrace the discomfort of becoming that kind of leader as well. Yes. And that's been a, a big challenge of mine, but, you know, I've felt more confident because I've had you guys to lean on and just be like, is this the right thing? How do I run a staff meeting? All those little things which you don't think about when you're a one-man band in your shed. But, you know, when I'm signing apprenticeship traineeships, you know, all that kind of thing, it's this whole other world just opens. Yeah. And I remember vividly too the day when we were talking about setting goals and, and, you know, the goal that you had brought to the table. And I was like, yeah, you just need to add a zero to that. (laughs) Right. And your brain then all of a sudden explodes because you're just like, oh, yeah, she's right. I do. Right. And it's like, then you get to step into the next version of, you know, true leadership again. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So I'm going to jump back over to you, Sarah, and just ask, what did you think it would be like working with me? Um, I was like, Dale, I was quite a fan of the podcast. You know, the lonely drive to Melbourne is three hours (laughs) at three o'clock in the morning. And I think it would pump me up to go to market, you know, like, make it a lot better so I had yeah a, a connection already I guess and then I did the the short zoom with you and from the minute that I did that I knew it was the right thing to do I guess I got a vibe through the computer through a, you know that it was a good a good move and it was going to be beneficial and I'm a big believer in learning and I think even if I had to learn one single thing it would have been worth it I didn't expect to learn like 15,743 things, but (laughs) definitely thought, no, this is something I definitely want to do. And it was so beneficial. And I think forcing yourself to allocate that time because we're always going to do it. We're always going to, but we never do. You know, like you said, I've got five kids. I'm doing this. I've got three apprentices. So there's always something to be done. And I would never prioritize this because I am doing okay at getting by, but I would, you know, I could be doing like up here and, you know, 
I was the opposite in Dale. I'm all about the flowers and the pretty things and had no idea about the systems, the processes, the actual structure that needed to go into running a business. And that is something that I found extremely valuable is, you know, you can create a process for anything. And again, it's just like one of those, oh, of course you can. Like I've worked in companies, I've worked where there has been processes, but it just never occurred to me to do it for my business. So it's interesting you should say that too, because I feel like you now approach your business with a totally different perspective. Oh, a million percent. Yeah. Completely different to when, yeah, prior to say meeting you to now, like I feel like I've grown up, (laughs) if that makes sense. Like, yeah, completely different. Like I look at things in different perspective. I think how can I, what's the right way to do this, the proper way, the way that, that blind Freddie could walk in here read this process and lay it all out on the line, which is hard. It was hard, very hard because there's so much in here that I would just do to get it all out. But it's been invaluable doing that and having the help and assistance to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think as well, right. It's like now all of a sudden we go from these people who are like flowers are pretty and this is so fun to, Ooh, how can I make this somebody else's problem? <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Right. And then, and then it's like, we do get to free up our creativity in a different way where we can, you know, get it, get it out of our head and onto paper, implement it, see what's not working, see where our staff aren't meeting our expectations, iterate, change it. And then all of a sudden we have more creativity to pour back into, you know, either our clients, our business, our staff, ourselves. And it's just this like crazy self-fulfilling prophecy where we think we're so led to believe that the creativity happens at the workbench, yes. right? The creativity happens at, you know, putting this design together. And I was like, oh, that is the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. <laughs> because in many instances, a trained monkey can do a lot of these things, but for us to be able to really channel all of that creativity in terms of where do you want to take this business? What is your aesthetic? What are your feature ingredients? What else do you want to be selling? How do you want to be selling subscriptions and workshops and run your apprentice program and build your you know team and then let's move shops and just being able to make all of that happen is so you know fulfilling to which we then see the value of systems and processes to help make it not just us trying to solve all of those situations. Yes, definitely. What do you think, um, what would you say to somebody who's kind of on the fence of signing up with the program? And they're like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm there yet. I don't know if I'm ready. What would you suggest to those people? I have this conversation with one of my good friends every single week because (laughs) also a florist who currently we prior to the program we only had each other to lean on so she's gone out and started or taken over a business in Melbourne I've just started my own up here and every day she'll message me and she's like and I said do this course you will not regret it like she's in the same boat as me she's never run a business she's worked as a florist for 15 20 years but it's the whole other side she could put a bouquet together in the dark with her eyes you know but she's got no idea about all this side of things, which is so invaluable. And I said to her, you're only holding yourself back. You know, there's always room to grow. There's always room to learn. You've all, you know, this is a network that you're going to be able to rely on for as long as you need 
and be constantly learning from, leaning on, looking to them for advice, a solution, whatever it may be, as opposed to just doing it on your own because, like Dale mentioned earlier, it is very closed doors, very comp- like competition, what she's doing, sneaky, you know, people don't are not prepared to share. So I think having that open book where you can literally ask any question, which we've all got questions, but everybody's too scared to ask them because nobody's prepared to answer them. So I think Yeah, and I I little I was convinced. I was convinced that everybody, every florist walked around with a book that was like how to run a successful business. And then like it was just us. It, like it hadn't reached the Southern Highlands of Australia. <laughs> Wasn't available on Amazon. And then I realized it's like that shroud of secrecy that exists in our business. I was like, oh, that is just dumb. Like it's the most unhelpful thing for us as business owners. It's really unhelpful for our industry and it's incredibly unhelpful for our customers. Yes. Right. So I'm like, oh, if we've done anything remotely associated to a question that you guys have, here's what we know didn't work. (laughs) Don't do these things over here. We started to go down this path. It works. And also knowing then you're surrounded by dozens of other designers who all have the same mentality. Correct right? It's like, this is the best judgment-free zone so that everybody can be like, oh, hey, try it. Has anybody done this before? Or, you know, the conversations that are happening around retail shops, no retail shops, like all that stuff. It's so helpful to know whenever you have those questions, or if you're thinking about pursuing something that it's, you just have this, like decades of people's experience just being like, here's what you can do. It's literally like florist Google. You put in a question and only florists answer. So you can go on Google and you'll get some lots of shady answers, but you can put it in here and it's legit answers that you know are true, tried, tested, work, don't work. And yeah, this, it's very beneficial. Yeah. And I love that, right? Flor- the florist Google. But it's also, I think too, one thing that's really important to me is it's all florists who speak the same mission. Correct right? It's florists who want to make money, do beautiful work, serve their humans, and just keep building and growing on their own kind of journey. And like, so that you're not going to get the crap answers that you get on the other Googles, (laughs) (laughs) on the big Googles, right? But you're going to get like commercially minded, you know, always room for improvement. Here's what's happening here for us. Solutions focused responses. Definitely. So good. So, so good. Sarah, any last words of wisdom? No, I'm very excited for wedding season to implement all of this because I, as much, I don't want to really say this out loud, but COVID, finding this was a great time because it's allowed me to like refine all of this before we step into the madness. So, yeah, I'm very grateful and I can't wait to implement it. So, you know, we implement it into our everyday shop, but you know, when we're ticking over hundred weddings, like it's just going to make it so much easier. Very, very valuable. Thank you for running such an amazing program. No, it's absolutely my gift to being able to solve so many of these problems because it was so fucking frustrating for us. And <laughs> like, there were so many times we were wandering around and it was like, are we even doing this right? Like what the heck's even going on over here? And of course, nobody wanted to talk about it. So I was like, well, we'll just, we'll just make it up as we go. And then I'll just tell everybody what not to do it would be really helpful. 
Okay, my friends, thank you guys so much. Have the most amazing day. This is so fun. And I will talk to y'all very, very soon.